would be hard to argue with anyone who called me a failure. By 21, I'd lost my college scholarship, passed up a great guy, and moved back in with my mom, who was glad to see me, but it wasn't the glorious homecoming I dreamed of when I packed my bags three years ago. Still, even flavored with regret, I couldn't deny a certain happiness about being home. Sharon, Nebraska wasn't much, just a tiny dot on the map. The downtown had all of six stores, and there were no shopping centers at all, at least not without driving 40 miles, unless you counted the Walmart. We had McDonald's and Pizza Hut, a roadhouse, two bars, and a place called Patty's Pancakes. Not surprisingly, they specialized in pancakes. The Grove was the only fancy place, a restored historic site. None of my dates had ever taken me there. But the smallness of the town meant everybody knew you, and there was some comfort in the familiarity and the gossip. At the moment, my life was kind of a mess. But as I unpacked the last box, I sighed in relief. No more classes. No more faking interest in my alleged future when I talked to my best friend and roommate, Nadia. It used to be hard as hell pretending everything was okay when my life was imploding. Yet, even though I couldn't share what I'd been going through, I'd miss Nadia. She was still in Michigan while I'd returned to Sharon to start over. My mom tapped on the open door. I didn't really change anything. We can paint if you want, or I could make new curtains. That sounds fun. I wasn't being sarcastic. This room hadn't been redecorated since I was 13, and the lavender was a little much. Not to mention the full-on princess theme going on here, between the white and gold furniture, the fluffy purple rug, all of my stuffed animals, and a bookshelf overflowing with fantasy novels featuring knights and orphaned heiresses. The floral print bedspread and curtains made me want to crawl under the ruffled bedskirt and stay there. What did you have in mind? Mom asked. She looked great. The transformation I'd noticed when I'd last seen her at Thanksgiving had continued. It was now February, and she'd lost that final 20 pounds. So if anything, she was slimmer than me. That should probably agitate me, but it was so good to see her rebounding. After my dad left, I thought she was wrecked permanently. White on the walls, red plaid curtains. Could be cute. Bedspread? To match the curtains, if you can make one. Or would that be too much? She cocked her head, thinking about it. Probably not, as long as you don't do patterns on the pillows as well. I didn't plan to. I'm so happy you're here, even if it means things didn't work out at Mount Albion. She was careful not to state it aloud, that I flunked out of school, came home in disgrace, or at least that was the talk around town. The worst of the church ladies whispered that I was pregnant, too. Thanks. I gave Mom a quick hug. Can I borrow the car? So weird to be asking that. I need a few things. Not a problem. Can you pick up milk and eggs? Her eyes sparkled as they met mine, conveying her awareness of how many times we'd enacted this same scene when I was in high school. It's the least I can do.
I paused a beat as she expected, then added, wait, no, that would be nothing, but then I don't get the car keys. Right again. She led the way downstairs and dropped them into my open palm. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I grinned, gesturing at my messy updo and grungy gray sweats. It's tough when you look like this, but I'll try not to break any hearts. Mom smirked. See you later, Lauren.